Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Live. I'm your host, Anthony Donardo. With me, we have Tyler. Tyler, we have no Jim. No Jim. Wednesday night to you. Same old Wednesday night. No Jim. There it is. It's a good night. It's going to be a what good night. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, man? You, you can't teach work ethic. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't do no, it. You can't. can't do and, it. Uh, there's clearly can't one that's coach with them, can't win with them. Tough. It is what it is. The show goes on. Ty Ty and Donardo in the house. We're going to make it happen tonight. It's yeah, going to be a great show. Very excited to watch a viewership drop as they see my face and no gym. I don't know about that. <clears throat> it just drops because the show sucks. <laughs> they tune in. Nah. Like, wait a minute. Well, I, I mean, forgot why I tune out every week. Nah, I mean, let's no, but here. for real, there is not a whole lot to talk about. Like, I have a description. There's a lot that happened, but there's nothing to talk about, basically. There's like, like things have, have happened, right? There's been events that have partaken, but like nothing like really worthwhile. Uh, I mean, let's kind of just run down. That's what we will be talking tonight. Aroldis Chapman officially signed today. Um, because the official move took place, right? Everyone's wondering, like, who's going to be DFA'd? So, Kanan Smith at Jigba was the player who was designated for assignment. So, we'll talk about that. The Pirates signed a pitcher, Willie Peralta, to a minor league deal. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we have um, to. There was speculation from, like, LB trade rumors that, like, maybe Joey Bart to the Pirates, which, like, I'm not going to say makes sense yet. We'll talk about it, but like I can understand why they're part of that. So we'll talk about that. Um, Sportsnet Pittsburgh seems Jason Mackey did state it. I didn't see like official official, but seems as if they officially hired Stephen Brault to be part of their team now this upcoming year. So that happened. But again, like in totality, like nothing really happened. Yeah, it's like. You know what? I don't want to like trash the Pirates fully tonight, but what a boring offseason just by Major League Baseball. This was supposed to be something very exciting. There were a lot of big names out there, and it felt like it just happened kind of like back to back to back to back, and then without much fanfare, like it just happened. And now we're in almost in February, one day from February, and just we're waiting on the season. And there's still names out there. I mean, obviously, like showing Otani, this was his offseason and he made it happen. But there's still like Jordan Montgomery, there's still Blake Snell, there's still a certain yeah. hitter that I mean, was in there, Chicago and Bellinger. There are. Maybe I just forgot about them all because it's just been so quiet. I mean, that, that's kind of fair. But again, but like also, you forgot about them all because not as quiet as Garth there. Brooks. Slash Chris Gaines. Thank you, Bucko Bike, for the Garth Brooks mention there that he didn't mean to do. He said Chris Gaines, but that's a Garth Brooks thing. And I appreciate that reference, even if he didn't mean to do it. Yeah. But you don't know who Chris Gaines is, do you? I do not. I know Garth Brooks. <laughs> I do not know Chris Gaines. So Chris Gaines was his uh like rock star alter ego. Oh, 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 I yeah. know. Oh, yeah. You've seen the picture. No, I don't know. I mean, oh, if I see the picture, the I might picture. recall it. You would know it. I, I remember the story. I, I know that was a thing. Yeah, I'll say that much. 
Love it. It's it's one of the all time greatest stories ever. Well, okay then. It's but at any rate. Yeah, so like I said, like there's there's a lot that happened, but like there's not a whole lot to like really really no. dive into, and like half of it too we've already talked about. Like we've already talked about Chapman. It was like official today, so I guess we could yeah. talk about the latter part. But I mean, like, where do you even want to start with this? Ooh. Um, great question. Uh, you know what? Kind of a friend of the program. Maybe we just start with CSN. Okay. Like a, uh, he's like an adjacent friend of the program. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, like he, he's interacted a little bit with us. Yeah, like um, not in like the most positive way at first. Thanks, right. Eric Longenhagen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but right, we 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 talked a little in in Bradenton last year. But yeah, let's let's talk. Yeah, are you are you shocked by this? Not shocked. I think he was definitely on the block of guys to go. But I definitely do think you can go down the list of people on this 40 man, and there are some other names that you can definitely chop off before mm-hmm. CS. But I don't know. Like, I think they showed last year they didn't have much faith in him in general after his first couple weeks up there. He had an okay spring, good enough to break camp with the club. They didn't use him. It was pretty obvious then that they didn't really have plans with him. He didn't do much with the opportunities he was afforded. It's unfortunate because as we went along, we we got along decently well with Kenyon Smith and Jigba. And obviously I'm an Ohio State fan, so Jackson Smith and Jigba, his brother, like I, I like the family, obviously, because just being a Buckeye and a Pirate fan. It makes sense to an extent. I don't know that he was ever going to be able to be a guy to really contribute to the major league organization, but there's there's guys out there that I think could have been chopped before him. I think that's fair. And it's it's one of the things about like the roster, like it's not the deepest good. of talent. So there is certainly like a plethora, right? But I guess like I'm kind of with you where like it could have went anywhere, but I'm not shocked by it also. And partly, partly because there is depth in the outfield, mind you, as I just stated, doesn't mean it's good depth. We've we've talked about the outfield as it stands, right? Like, like there is depth and there's probably going to have to be like a trade made to clear up even more roster spots. If you want to make things happen, right. Coming from the outfield, but like that is pretty deep. I know like Alika Williams is certainly a name, right? And like, yeah, Player to player. I think I'd much rather have Kenyon Smith and Jigba over Alika Williams, right? But what Alika Williams has is a talent that most players on this team don't. And it's defense at shortstop. Yeah. You know, like there's a list of shortstops that, well, actually there really isn't. Like that's part of the thing too. Like they're really second baseman, you know? But like after O'Neill Cruz, who's there at shortstop? I guess you could put Triolo there. You're hoping maybe he can play there and such. But like again, like Alika Williams is good with the glove. He's a good defender. He's there at shortstop. You don't have much of that. So like that kind of saves him. And like when it comes to pitching, you, you just need pitching. This team needs pitching. So like it just kind of makes sense that he was the one. It does. Also, if you really just if we look back here, man, that trade's bad. That trade's really bad now. 
that one was like I'm not gonna say the saving grace, but that one was like the oh my god, what a fleece deal. Yeah. Look at Ben Charrington Cook. That trade looks atrocious now. It's really bad. Yeah. Um like you, you good on a 40 man like you mentioned Alika Williams. I think Jackson Wolf's another guy out there that sure I he's there's no use for that guy. He's not gonna pitch any meaningful games for this team, and if he does, they're in trouble. But it's not like I'm up in arms over Kenyon Smith and Jigba being off the team. It just kind of sucks because he was one of those guys I think maybe hanging the hat on of one of them diamonds in the rough you could find that there was something to like about him. Mm -hmm. And he was a guy that could become, I think based on the skill set, he could have become an okay major leaguer or at least a contributor. And it whether it's opportunity or whatever, whatever it might be, it just did not work out. Yeah. Because he didn't perform sure. in the minor leagues either. Like truthfully, he, he didn't do anything to beat down the door to deserve us a, a real chance. Cause when he got set down, he just didn't do enough. Right. Yeah. No, what I want to do is kind of like he didn't, he did up until this past year. Like that's how I want to yeah. put it. And again, like because of the numbers and like the talent, like I, I felt there was talent there. You know, like, was he going to yeah. be a star in the major leagues? Probably not, right? But I felt like he had a role in the major leagues. Um, The, the guy could hit. Great eye. Get on base. You know, he, he did all the, like, the good things. Didn't do, like, a whole lot very, very well. But I felt like he was going to carve a role. And it seemed as if this year, like, the strikeouts became a little concerning. The power showed up a little more than he did normally. Yeah. But, like, the strikeouts, that like, like everything was kind of down this year. And... Again, is it a down year? I don't know. I still believe in the talent, right? Like he showed off he had some power this year. I'll say that much. But yeah, like he didn't prove a whole lot that he was beating down the door to say, I deserve to be back on this team. And like when he did get called up too, he never really played. He didn't. And then right. whenever he got sent back down, he just didn't perform enough to be able to be a guy that you could look at. Like, mm -hmm. for example, Miguel Andujar. Miguel Andujar, I don't believe in him whatsoever. Never did. Right. But all he did was beat the hell out of the baseball in triple A. He earned his opportunity to get at some point. Back. You got to give him another shot and see right. if there's something there, or at least right a hot streak. Kanan Smith and Jigba did not do that. Mm -hmm. So at that, in that sense, I understand why he's a move here. It just kind of sucks. Cause let's pull behind the curtain here. I just like the guy like plain and simple. I root for guys. I like, yeah, you you know how state guy. You know, you like the whole Yeah, I liked him off the bat though. I did. Nice. Nice. Although this this did bring me to something here I was thinking about earlier, Donardo. And here's mm -hmm. one he's one I missed on. Who else do you got in just your lifetime here that you thought would at least turn into a decent major leaguer that maybe not everybody was all aboard on. But prospect wise, I've got a handful of guys that I've just flat out missed on. And Kenny Smith and Jigba at this point is one. Who you got I don't out miss. There? I don't. Oh, miss. you miss. We all miss. No. Hmm. Like I'll, no. I'll give one for example here that I liked a lot when he was in the minors that I think ended up panning out enough to, Put a like notch on the bedpost post here. Jordan Luplo, I loved for in like oh, single way. Yeah. 
and he was a guy for me the entire time. And he, okay, that's he did enough in the majors that I feel like I'm okay with that. But in that sort He's of carved route, out like a pretty solid career, yeah, right. Let's be honest, and that's that's the route that I thought Kenny Smith and Jigba would take. That's fair. That's fair. And again, like that's not like disrespect at all. I mean, Jordan Lupo has had a long major league career. Like that speaks of right. itself. Has he been a star? Has he been like the dude? No, but he's had seasons where he's been good and he's stuck around. He's you know, he he's carved a role and he belongs in the majors. And I think that's a good comparison. Like that's what I felt like Kansas with the Jigba would be as well. Not comparing him to like Jordan Luplo as apples to apples, but like the type of player. Like he's going to stick around. They were the same mold there, where it was high walk rate. You could there's you can tell there's power there. Just yeah, you hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Luplo worked out a little bit. Like he had a one plus war season. Aside from that, he's he's had some bad years, had some good years, but he did carve out. He's still in Major League Baseball. He's carved out yeah. enough to be a somewhat productive major leaguer. Connor Joe, another one for me. There, yeah. Now, granted, I got my misses too. Gaden Smith and Jigba being one stole me Pimentel beat another. Ooh, stole me. Okay. I love me some stole me. Stole me was one. Stole me was one. Yeah. Stole I me love was definitely me one. Stole me Pimentel. I guess for like successes, and everyone knows too. I mean, I, I consider Adam Frazier a success in that sense. I mean, you know, I love yeah. Adam Frazier. Yeah. Adam Frazier with that dude as well. Like, he just hit. He just hit everywhere. He just hit. Nothing right. was. Sexy. He was never like the top top prospect list, but like he was going to come up here and he was going to hit, and he's he's carved out like a career too. Yeah, Jordan Luplo, like he had a two and a half war season that one year, like a one forty one yeah. weighted runs created plus with Cleveland. Once he, he got like, traded uh, from the Pirates, he only played like one hundred ten games, but yeah, well, eighty five, eighty five. But okay. still, I mean, he's played parts of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons, like you said, and he's still in the majors. So like Jordan Luplo has a thousand eighty. He's sitting. He's, Jordan 1080p. <laughs> There's yeah. a thousand eighty plate appearances in the majors. He's hung around. So that's good. Um, you're making me think now, and I don't know. I don't I know, know like who Nick Kingham. Nick Kingham was oh, definitely one. Yeah. Nick Kingham oh, was definitely Especially after that first start. You know what I'm doing here? And we talked about this slightly. Uh, you know, Jim and I are in that strat league. Yeah, and I'm thinking is I always target like certain pirate players. I'm like that guy, that GM for the Pirates team isn't gonna know these guys. Let me target like the, the prospects yeah. in like the 10 under range. Nick Kingham was what I, I traded for. Yeah, yeah that didn't work. Really Kingham's work out, well. up. Yeah. Especially after Tommy John. It was, mm-hmm. And in his first start, he looked so darn good. I was at his first start, I think. Weren't we? And I was not, but he had like maybe five no hit innings. I thought we were at his I was not. I might have. I think because I, I remember watching. Usually, it. when I'm at PNC Park, I don't really remember the game, but I think okay. I was at his first start. Trying to think who else would be in that mix there. This is tough. I want to go like back in the prospect list now. Oh, let me tell you what. I was pounding the table for John Holdscomb after that first year where he came Ooh. up. I was so angry whenever they sent him back down. The That's next a good season. one. And the chat, like, tell us yours. Sean Hooper, yeah. Alan Hansen. That's that's a pretty solid one. See, I just never saw it with him. No, he just didn't hit enough in the minors for me. He was one of them dudes that like just had a talent. Like, it's, right, it's gonna come together though. It's gonna come together. It just never really. Yeah. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of draft picks that I liked off the bat. Yeah, 
I know there's, you know, I don't know why, but like Kevin Kramer, for some reason, I thought somehow he'd be able to figure it out. Kevin Newman, on the other hand, didn't like it all. <laughs> I was but like, Kramer, I saw a little more pop there. Yeah, that's yeah. Kramer, I was like, mm, I don't know, Kramer. Um, Newman, sorry, the other Seinfeld character. Newman, I, I was like, eh, about, but he did have like that one really, really solid year in, in the you minors that made you think, like, you know what, maybe something like maybe he's gonna be Adam Fraser ish, but yeah, it didn't Dude, really work out that way. I just, maybe it was just the part of me that really liked the guy, but Tony Sanchez, I just thought he'd figure it out somehow. You know what. That's a good one too. I I, I just also thought he'd did. figure it out. I first off, defensively he he could have been good. It just didn't come together. Just loved the dude. Absolutely loved Tony Sanchez. I mean, I, it was just like a perfect storm. Like Twitter was just starting to like yeah. blow. The celebrities were coming on there. It was like with Logan Morrison and Tony Sanchez on Twitter. Like baseball Twitter was great. Yeah, and we had Tony Sanchez. And he was just awesome on Twitter. And he was a great dude. And he's going to be a good player. That yeah. didn't happen. No. no. Sure didn't. Mm -mm. Tony Sanchez. Oh, how about uh, Andrew Lambeau? Oh, yes. And Jeff Clement. <laughs> we go uh, Jeff here. Clement. I think everyone was on the Jeff Clement train. <laughs> everyone thought Jeff Clement was going to be good. Yeah. That just that never came to fruition. Chase Darno. He had a hot start. Yeah. He did have a hot hot start and, and it was you just You know what? This is not a bad one. Gift and Gope. I honestly I do I'm, I'm not gonna say it to your degree, but how we talked about like carving a role, but just the glove being so good, like I felt like he would have more a longer runtime than what he did. Maybe like in Alika Williams. Like he'd hang around. Yeah. Like he, he could honestly gift and gope was in like a bad time for what his skill set was because he was in that time where shortstops got really good at hitting. If he was five to he ten years not, sooner, yep, yep, he was he would have been a starting shortstop or a backup. Great call, great call. And even now, like we're starting to see the shortstop position start to dwindle down a little more again. I think. Or they're not good enough defensively. He could have carved out a role if he just wasn't the time he was. That's not a bad take at all. I have a player. And Keon Broxton. Oh, it's a good one. Talent that, was there. Also, that was. And then again, like he, he actually carved out a solid career, too. He did. But I thought he was going to be a little bit more of a dude. You know what I thought? I always thought about Keon Broxton was that he was like a Byron Buxton light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, very, very much like because also Brian Buxton at that time was Brian Buxton on steroids. I mean, that's a bad saying in this show because we're talking about baseball. But you know what I meant by that? <laughs> Prospect really? hype of Brian Buxton was much better than what Brian Buxton is. Right. But if you understand Byron. the hype of him back it's then. It's Byron, isn't it? Yeah, Brian. Byron. Okay, you can, okay. You kept calling Brian, I think. Okay. Well, if I did, certainly well, didn't mean it. But anyhow, 
Keon Brock. The skill set wise was almost mm-hmm. identical. Like if you looked at their minor league numbers, they were real close. Wait, Broxton and Alex Presley were on the Brewers at the same time that year. Must I don't know. I that's another one. I thought Alex Presley was going to be a like yeah, just serviceable major leaguer. Not. I mean, this is different, but like. What about Nate McClough? Like, talk about a fall from grace. Damn. That guy was a dude. Ooh, Chris Duffy in the chat. Great call yes. there. Yeah. Jim Tracy ruined him. He tried to turn him into a ground I feel ball like there's hitter. a lot of pirate center fielders. <laughs> yeah. Jim Tracy ruined Duffy. T plus. He tried to turn him into a Dodgers manager. Brain's not. Working all the way. Yeah. That's what he tried to turn him into. And then he turned into a turd. He had 341 as of his rookie year. Yeah. There was I a lot of problems on top of my head. Um, we said Presley. Tabitha's another one. But he's kind of boring. Um, there, Jim would say Andy LaRoche. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Andy LaRoche. There's been. There's been a good bunch of gr- of people that I thought, well, you know what? I'm buying into this. Also, granted, that's prospects for you. Yeah, that's that's prospects, which is another thing we'll talk about when ESPN released their prospect list today. We'll talk a little bit about them, but yeah, like that's prospects. That's uh-huh. why, like, the talk of blocking, like, not signing players because you're going to block prospects is stupid. I have one stop more. It. Off Just stop head. it. Yes. Going back. Adam Highs do. <laughs> I don't Wait. know why, but little kid me thought Adam Highs do was a stud. I think I think I just posted because you know I've been posted on Twitter how many days there are yeah. until spring training. I believe he was one of my latest. What number Adam was Adam Highs do? Ooh, what about uh oh I don't remember what number it was. What about uh the, what was the name? Jose Castillo? <gasps> Ooh. I don't know if I was that high on him, but man, that's a name I forgot. RIP. Are we just are we just is this show We're just, just like, this is gonna just be named that guy? This name is that the, guy. This is literally the Twitter thing of dudes just naming random hey, outfields. Hey, remember that guy? <laughs> right. This is the live version of the, the Twitter meme. Hey, you remember that guy? You remember Ty Wigington? Oh, God, do I remember Ty Wigington? You remember Mike Benjamin? Actually, he's a date. He's a date coming up. I can tell you that much, too. Remember Mike Benjamin? (laughs) You remember John Vanderwall? Yeah. Speaking of John Van Benske. I'm just going to go my scheduled tweets right now. Start looking at names. Steve Pierce. Andrew Lambo. February 5th. Look out. Jose Castillo. Bobby Hill, February 7th. Bobby Hill. Pokey Reese. I thought well, he I mean, was that's so not good. The same thing. That's not the same thing, but love Pokey Reese. I've always loved Pokey Reese. Yeah, like, like, who I love doesn't the like Pirates. Reese? Yeah, I mean, Pokey Reese with the Red Sox, like, that was my dude. Who doesn't love that guy? Brian Bixler. Lasting's Millage. Lasting's also my dude. Again, not. Not the same concept we're talking of here, but yeah, last things was my dude. Ooh, I got one for you. I thought it was going to be a like 
solid bullpen arm for years. AJ Shugel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shug Knight. I love that guy. This is actually a really good one, too. Steve Pierce. Yeah. That, he, he turned out being good, though. That was he put one together where, yeah, some, like some years. After, after he left, like your Luplo, like after yeah. he left, he, he, he carved out a career. He had like a five win season in Baltimore or something like that. Yeah. Is it weird that year. good? I could I be thinking had like Brandon one. Moss, but he had a really weird year. And then he played second base with the Rays, I think. Actually, you ain't kidding. A four and a half war win season with Baltimore. And just that was 102 games. Yeah, like wild. 383 plate appearances. He had a four and a half war season with Baltimore. Oh, what? I got a brain on me. It's impressive. But yeah, like that dude carved out, played from 07 to 19. Steve Pierce. No, he, yeah, he did. He was carved just out a good career. Because happens when people I vaguely remember his arbitration being compared to Josh Harris's because it was a similar situation where mm. they just came out He's of nowhere out. and was like, okay, what are we gonna pay him? Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And his was Finale. in 14. You all right. Hey, you mentioned so that's twenty five minutes about remember that guy? Thank yeah, you, Kansas with the Jigba for this spectacular talk. Well, I mean I He's in that he's gonna be in that conversation forever with me of guys um, I thought would be good. So let's not good, but we can good. kind of wrap this up since again it's been yeah, 26 sure. minutes. But let's don't. just kind of say that. I mean, I don't know if he passes through or another team picks him up. I mean, that's a potential another team can there's a potential he passes and sticks with the the pirates. But like, do you don't give up yet, Tyler? Do you think he can also be one of the players that you mentioned, like a loop low or Steve Pierce or such, that just kind of latches on, hangs on there, and, and carves out a career. I think with what we already talked about with the guys still out there, there's a possibility that he gets through waivers and somehow hangs around. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting on it. I don't know if the organization really has that much of a... Like, they don't have plans with him, obviously. I'd like to see him hang around just for the depth option of him because I do think he's a major league caliber player, but I'm not heartbroken if he's gone and goes elsewhere. I think there's just as good of a chance that we just forget he exists. Sure. Until we play. Well, we won't forget because we just shown this episode. We are not going to (laughs) forget. Yeah, but you're right. I hope he does. I I still like I said. I think there's there's talent there. He's just so. I mean, he's so athletic. Also, obviously, like the family, you see the athleticism that's there. Like his brother's playing on Sundays. Yeah, and I so. mean, like when you really do look at him, he's a guy that really does have a great eye at the plate. Mm-hmm. That's really his calling card, and there's power in there. Yeah, there could so be like, an organization that's able to tap into that, and that's what I was going to allude to here. Like they've been picking off all the pirates. It seems like that goes and gets DFA, but like the A's, like what do they have to lose to pick up Canis for the Jigba? He's like absolutely nothing, Ray, and he's going to hit thirty bombs, or that, or that, and then they'll trade him back to the pirates, <laughs> and it'll become a pumpkin. And uh, somehow that'll be 
I mean, hey, I'm not going to totally bash them. That they got Corey Dickerson that way, and that worked out very well for the Pirates' end. But yeah, most things don't when you trade with the Rays. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. Yeah, he's an easy guy to root for. And I don't root for people that leave this organization. I don't. I I hope, I hope he gets to talk his shit to more or less quote yeah. him. <laughs> Although, right now Eric's winning. <laughs> All right, so 29 minutes of who was that guy mixed with Kanan Smith and Jigba. Um, but all this to tie into a Raldo Chapman deal is official today. So all that's out there. There was uh, him and David Bednar today, Pirates tweeting that out. So that's official now. So moving on from that, do we just want to talk about Willie Peralta as well? Was the next? I mean, that's an actual baseball move that happened also. Yeah, the Pirates happened. signed... Willie Peralta to minor league deal. To me, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things like you get both sides of the sword here. Like it's a minor league deal. Who cares? But then you get the people of like, Oh my God, world series. And it's like, well, yeah, I get it because it's like, they're not doing anything. They're signing minor league deals. Like also like go out there and get someone who's good. But yeah, like I look at this and say, yeah, it's, it's a minor league deal. There's no risk, whatever. But I mean, it's a guy who, who pitched effectively a few years ago. I know he's in AAA last year with the Nationals, and like it wasn't good. I get that, but he was he was effective. And like if you're looking at him for just depth, uh, why not? You know, like why not? Yeah, I mean, it's not like we're talking about a guy they're counting on to start major league games this year. He's, it might be it, at one point. Yeah, <laughs> it, it might, could be. It you might never be know. Soon. They're not. I don't think they're counting on it as of January 31st. Right. Uh, it's it's not something to get upset about at all. It's a guy that's pitched somewhat effective major league innings in his career, getting in spring training invite, basically. That could possibly be a call up in June whenever you need an arm. It's a guy you have to have. It's a 162-game season. Guys like this have to be acquired. I understand the frustration just in general of the Pirates offseason. This is not the spot to complain. It's a guy just to fill a spot, essentially. He's not taken away from anything. The stuff's good enough to play in the major leagues. It hasn't always Mm -hmm. worked out, and for the most part, it doesn't work out, but they're not counting on him. These are guys you have to have. This is how you build a team. Now, granted, yes, we all want them to do a lot better at the major league level, but something like this is just, it's a nothing piece. It means nothing. Like At some point in June, we might be talking about him again, hopefully in a good sense. Yeah. And again, that's the theme it's, of the show. Like, you, like you're summing it up. This thing happened, but it's nothing. <laughs> and, uh, right. Right. Now, I mean, so basically he is a slider, four seam, two seam, split finger guy. Um, that kind of screams pirate <laughs> for yep. one, two, right? So like it kind of makes sense. Like, like, why not? Take a flower on him. Why not? He was effective before. Why not? And if he's not, it's not in your 40 man, he's just in the minors. Who cares? Like, who cares? He has a six ERA again in the minor leagues this year for for Indianapolis. You know what? You're giving your defenders some work. Elika Williams is is 
showing off his skill set at, at shortstop. Good for him. Also, like it's a guy that's going to eat some minor league innings for you as well. You need those guys too. Yeah. Like you need guys that are going to eat a few innings in AAA. He's one of you those guys. Need pitching. Yeah. yeah Stockpile it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not celebrating it. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care about it. Like he's a guy you, he's, it's a move you need to make. And it speaks more to where we're at just in this offseason that we're talking about Willie Peralta in general because yeah. nothing else is happening. And the thing is, like, this is not going to be the last Willie Peralta type signing that you, you find. I mean, this is, of course, no. as you get even closer and closer when you find even more of these types. There'll be there'll be a few more to get spring inviting, tr- you know, invites, no. spring inviting, spring training invites and like, not. And it just it is like you just you want guys in there. See if anyone has anything to stick around. And if not. See ya. Yeah. And I mean, stuff like this happens every year. Like the Pirates employed Shelby Miller. Well, so everyone forgets about us. Yeah. But I mean, like things like that happen. Former starters that might have been okay at one point, they end up just twiddling around for a little while and then they end up on a minor league club. It happens Mm -hmm. a lot. You employ them because you need arms. Father Beatty. Yeah, I can't remember. Just got the, picked up this week. Oh, was, I forget who it was. I think it was the Guardians, wasn't it? Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. You're all right. It was them. Yeah, I saw that and I laughed because of Jim. Yes, same, exactly. <laughs> it's funny. You see Tyler Beatty and you just think Jim. Yep. Well, first off, you think first you think Walter. I think yeah. the, I think the path is when you see Tyler Beatty's name. I think Walter, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, and then um. You know, I'm home, Clay Holmes. That's that's the yeah. path you take. When you see oh, Tyler Beatty, you think yeah. of his father, you think of Jim, then you think of Clay Holmes. Yeah, that's where my brain went. And I think I actually read it as Walter Beatty got signed. <laughs> it's the same name as me, and I'm still like Walter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Walter Beatty's son, the clone of Clay Holmes, who has blocked but, Jim Rosati. Yeah, Sounds but at the end of the day, it's just a big old nothing piece to me. It's a move yep. you need to make as a team. It, unfortunately, nothing else has happened, so we're stuck talking about Willie Peralta. And hopefully we're talking about him in a good way in June. Maybe he figures it out because at the end of the day, this guy has proven he can get swings and misses in the major leagues. Right. He just walks a thousand people while he's doing it. That would be good for sure. Well, then, like you said, this is about nothing. So do we want to move on to the next piece about nothing? Yeah, I, I don't care about Willie Peralta that much. All right. Well, before we do, let's go ahead and plug this in. So, of course, today's show is sponsored by Chris Gates Fitness. Chris is a friend of the show, and he's an online fitness coach from Pittsburgh. In addition to being a massive Pittsburgh sports fan, he works with people all over town, all over the world to build muscle, burn fat, and improve their health and fitness. When you work with Chris Gates, you get a fully personalized training program, nutritional strategy, and one-on-one support every single step of the way to achieve your goals. And the great thing about online coaching is you can do it on your own time from anywhere in the world and even get more support um, than a traditional personal training session in the gym. So while that sounds good to you, head over to chrisgatesfitness.com forward slash coaching to learn more and submit your application. After you apply, Chris will reach out to you directly to talk more about your goals and what a program might look like for you. 
So once again, go ahead and mention North Shore 9 when you apply. Visit chrisgatesfitness.com forward slash coaching to learn more. So to continue the show about nothing, um, there was literally an article about nothing speculation that let's talk about because maybe this kind of makes sense. Can we fit it into something that makes sense? It was LB trade rumors talking about what's going to happen with Joey Bart because Joey Bart was a top prospect. Again, talk about those guys that didn't go anywhere. You thought they would. Joey Bart was like the reigning, like top prospect. He was going to take over Buster Posey's position. This is going to be like the next elite catcher for the next 10 years. And then they they drafted uh, Patrick Bailey, and everyone's like, "Why are you doing that? Why are you gonna have two catchers?" And basically, Joey Bart has been trash. So he's in a peculiar situation. It's kind of like Rowan's and Contreras, right? Like, what are you gonna do with him if he doesn't make the team? Like, you're just you just DFM. So maybe they'll look for a trade. Maybe they recoup some value from him. And there's a team like the Pirates that had an injury to Andy Rodriguez, right? We're not sure like how good Henry Davis is. Really on all ends. We suspect the bats there, right? But clearly some mm-hmm. question marks with the glove. Can he stick a catcher? Then you just have Jason DeLay and Ali Sanchez, you know, as far as depth goes. So, like, does it make sense to maybe take a Joey Bart who is fine defensively? See if there's something there? No. He sucks. <laughs> He's terrible. He's so legitimately you terrible. It's Austin Hedges times a thousand. He can't hit, and he's not that good in the field. Okay. We don't need that type of disrespect. He can't he's hit, but we're not awful. talking about Austin Hedges level. Are we, Tyler? Yeah, he sucks. Oh, man. I know, I know the hedges we saw was really, really bad, but this guy sucks. Like his worst year offensively was last year, just 95 plate appearances, but a 49 weighted runs created plus. I mean, they were four 92 and 291 plate appearances. He had a positive 40% of the time. So there's that thing. Yes, there's that thing. So you don't want to do the thing. No, I mean, basically, if it's God, like, no, if it's a, a nothing move, almost you're getting him for basically nothing. You don't want to take a flyer and see what's what's up. No. no, I think honestly, though, if I'm not being facetious here, I think there's enough out there catchers wise mm-hmm. that you can get a very good defensive catcher that can just hit it like a, like less than like maybe. Half the major league rate. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know why I keep going back to this guy, but Reese McGuire. Okay. Is, yeah. He's the guy. Let me just use him for example. He's a guy that will put up a one war. Is Reese McGuire easily. also one of those guys, by the way, to, to interject here? No, Did I didn't like think... him at all. Okay. I could, I thought he was a bum. He turned out to be okay. But we're talking about uh, a he, Reese McGuire actually... that. If I remember, he was traded for Zach Collins, former Pirate as well. Not from the Pirates. I just one of his trades that was made with yeah. Bruce McGuire. I think Zach Collins was the return on one of his deals. But that's the type of guy I think you go after. 
Not one of these guys that you can tell just sucks. I this could get behind sucks. that. I could get behind that. Even like, shout out to our guy Fort. Like even, I know it's 12 years ago, 13 years ago. Someone like that. Why has it got to be one of these retreads that's just kind of hanging around the major leagues and just awful at everything? Mm-hmm. Because somebody tells you he's a good game caller. There's enough guys out there that can play a pretty good defensive catcher and not embarrass himself. Joey Bart embarrasses himself. He's embarrassing. He sucks. Yeah. So interesting enough, I think I'm I'm with you on that. Like the like the pedigree is still there with it's one of those that's an interesting name at this point, right? It's one of those where like you're trying to hang on. It's like, man, but that you know, the guy was a dude, like, you know, he was a top 100 probably like, he was up there in the prospect list. What if we can figure it out with him? Right. You know, what? It's one no, of those things. I, now, again, like the pirates, aren't those type of teams that actually figure it out for them. So they don't have that going for them, but like, I think I'm with you, like in the sense of this team has to be better. Right. And like, you, like by adding him, I get the idea of it, but just do better. And I think like the Reese McGuire that you're mentioning fits that mold. I'm kind of like, it's not like a do or die type of thing, but like, I, I like Kirk Casale. Like, I think he's a good fit on this team too. Cause the defense and like the bat doesn't embarrass you. Like last year it fell off a bit, very limited sample size uh, with Cincinnati, but like the bats never been terrible. Like he's an 89 way to run created plus for his career. Like as a catcher, that's certainly passable with his defense and such, you know? So like, as like you're, you're basically third catcher right now at this point in time, potentially starting catcher. If things don't go with right with Henry Davis and such, like at least you have someone there that you know of. And I like with Joey Bart, I just feel like if Henry Davis doesn't work out, there's a good chance Joey Bart also does not And then you're still just left with one catcher. Yeah. I mean, a couple things here. I almost feel like we're just soup. Maybe we're not. But the Pirates, it just feels like they're super overlooking Jason DeLay. Jason DeLay is better than all these options that you keep bringing. Everyone's bringing up. I do, but I also want to preserve Jason DeLay. No, he's definitely a he's guy a that's good better in doses. Mm-hmm. But all these guys getting mentioned that get brought up, like even Ollie Sanchez, for example, he stinks too. Jason yeah. DeLay at least has brought something to the table. Jason delay also, is a gloves. valuable major league baseball player. The gloves got immensely better. So he a has a lot better. Behind him. Mm-hmm. And then just to mention on the Joey Bart thing about, you mentioned the top one on the prospect part. Don't we get tired of this team going after former top 100 prospects that just stink. Right? Like we don't have to acquire every single one of them that fails. Maybe we just don't go after the pedigree and go after a guy that has the tools. Yeah. Yeah. Time and place. Time and place. Year one, year two, even year three of like the rebuild and stuff. You want to go after that? Fine. Like fine lightning in a bottle? Sure. Right? Like you're at a point now where it's time to compete. It's not time to see if we can make this happen. Like you don't need to keep continuing to build a team of misfits to try to be the fixer upper. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't you don't have to be captain save a prospect. You don't have to be that dude. Just go out there and get the tens and put them You're on your field. You're not chipping Joanna Gaines here. Like let's go. 
<laughs> right. So yes, like just Big stop guy. it. Just stop it. No, but Ben Sherrington has made a lot of moves of guys that are former top one hundred prospects. Like we Absolutely. joked about it a lot. First round draft pick, top one hundred prospect. Loves, you are a pirate. He, he loves that pedigree. Mm-hmm. It hasn't worked. None of them have worked. There's not one he's brought in that have that has worked out. Off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm taking a little pause here because like I want. To, I know I'm trying to think that go down the I line. I want here. to defeat that statement to say, "Oh, there's the one." I'm but going I down the line right now. I'm going down that line here. Top 100 yeah, prospects, know. first round picks, whatever it might be. Wasn't Tyler he's, B? That's for sure. <laughs> and he's acquired a lot of them, like Anthony Alfer. We know, like freaking Andre Jackson. They already gave up on. A band. There's on. a. Yeah, there there is a stockpile of them that he has acquired. Shelby Miller, <laughs> like you just said, right? They haven't worked. Nope. Go get those guys that off subject, but go get those guys that actually perform a triple A. Like I'm not gonna hate on Andujar completely because he hit in triple A, and you go find out if there's something there still. I get that one. It didn't work out. Pull the plug on it. But more of those type, like the Connor Joes of the world, things like that. Do more of that instead of the mm-hmm. Anthony Banners of the world, the Anthony Alfords. And and what did Connor Joe cost you? Literally nothing. Um, Literally nothing. nothing. Like, like, so that's a very good point, too. That's a very good point, too. Like You can get players that actually will give you some type of production. And not have to give up a whole lot either. Like that's no. why you built this deep ass system. Use yeah. it. Average major league baseball players get traded for nothing every day. Yeah. And this team's full of not average baseball players. No, it's it's filled a lot of average baseball players. <laughs> I mean, that's very generous, but uh yeah. But at any rate. Um, Connor Joe was. I'm, I'm with you. The, the whole Joey Bart talk. I can understand why that's out there, right? But I don't think that is a good fit for the Pirates. Um, no, I did. That. Like, just go out there and get sign a quality, cheap veteran catcher. I do think there is a conversation that we've kind of skipped over this entire offseason. The Pirates probably do need another catcher. I don't think we skipped over it. We've kind of talked about that. Kind of, but there's been so many other pressing issues that we focused on starting pitching so much because it is a major issue. I'll say this, and to your point, I think we talked more about it than ever, and that was on this past Starbucks show. Okay. But, like, catching is a legitimate concern here. Mm-hmm. Like, they they really don't have a catcher. Potentially. Well, they have one who's a backup. Technically, it's a good and they have Again, a one like, bad right fielder. <laughs> yes, yes. There's so much relying on Henry Davis. The, there really is. Like you're you're banking, and again, that's what the depth presents right now. You're banking on it because if he doesn't work out, it is Jason Delay and Ali Sanchez. It's yeah. scary. And here's the thing about that: the depth behind them too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that Tyler Anderson trade. You might actually find out who that catcher is these days because he 
He might be pitcher, pitching. He might be catching. Is that Carter Benz? Benz or Gutierrez? Actually, I forget which one that was. Gutierrez the, was uh, hold Seattle. On the table. No, Benz was Seattle. Gutierrez was okay after that for Ashcraft. That was the the trade that didn't go through, then went through. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, to be fair, it's 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 pretty easy to pick up a catcher in the minors that you can just throw up there during mm-hmm. the season. There are guys like that hanging around. It's not very comforting though going into the year. Right. Agree. Braden Noble, that was his name that went for Gutierrez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at good job, Crosby eighty seven. Thanks, Brody. I knew it was somewhere like someone like Ashcraft. Ashcraft. Yeah. What? God, my brain's not working tonight. Yeah, Ashcraft is still with the team now. He's back. I know. So Ogle, Ogle, the Ogle. He Brady came Ogle, back, right? He I feel like he did. Him. He did. Yeah, we saw him in spring training. Yeah, I thought is maybe that's still? where my brain was. Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm like wait a minute. That that happened. There was something weird there. Braden Ogle. Crosby's just. Back was with the Pirates last year. He had a nine ERA and just four innings pitch in triple A and a four nine one and thirty-three innings pitch in double A. I guess I could look further, see if he's still with us. But Crosby yeah. so back. we won that trade, baby. Yeah. Three th- third time around. <laughs> um yeah. But anyways, oh, Ethan is here. Of course, I'm, I'm going to get so caught I'm taking this bad boy off the rails. Yeah, so let's bring it back a little bit. I mean, it's 50 minutes in of a show of yeah. nothing. Uh, we don't need to talk more about that. No. So, I guess the last bit of note, news and notes, right, is Stephen Brault with Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Yeah. We've covered everything else, right? Yeah, I think we touched everything on everything. Everything else. Uh, yeah so we we played that guy mackie reported it um seems like it's it's legit hasn't like officially been announced whatever but like yeah you're about joining sportsnet pittsburgh um just one of those things like that's kind of cool that's that's kind of cool we could talk about that on here i guess it's that's kind of cool yeah no it you know you know what's cool about all this is we're starting to see the influx of guys that you and I and Jim and everyone part of North Shore Nine and the, the people that listen to us, we're starting to see them start to trickle in to the media part of the Pirates. That part's cool. Like, we're watching yeah. Neil Walker. We're watching Fort. We see Kevin Young, Matt Caps, Stephen Broad, if it's true that he's coming into the mix. Like, Bob Walk, Steve Blast. Grew up on him watching the Pirates. But it's cool to watch that next transition. And mm-hmm. it's not out of towners coming in. I like that. It's cool. Yeah, I do. When, when I heard like. Brought was in the running for this. It was one of those like, oh, this is. This is kind of cool. Like Pittsburgh is going to bring him back. Like that, that, that could happen. And, you know, brought just like just a great personality. Just seems like that's this is a good fit, and to be in Pittsburgh doing it, not somewhere else. Yeah, so uh, that's our also. This just made me think about something, Tyler. So I'm gonna bring it up now. Stephen Tarpley was also one of those dudes. I thought Stephen Tarpley was gonna be something. <laughs> yeah, I did too. 
Not like as a like a, a starter, yeah. As a reliever, also a guy I traded for in in that strat league. Stephen Tarpley, I thought was yeah. hands down going to be a legit reliever. Now you got me. I thought of if anything, I'm thinking about. So, Brault carved out his path to the majors. Stephen Tarpley kind of did, but didn't really stick around. So Who the, the whole Travis Snyder trade, yeah. Harvey was kind of one of those dudes for me. See, you got me back on this. <laughs> and now I got to remember. Don't blame me. Blame. Who the hell was. Oh, I got Alex Dickerson. Ooh. Wow. You're so emphatic about that. You just left. Alex Dickerson. I was trying to remember who Jaff Decker was traded for. And I don't know. Oh. And Dickerson Wait. put up a good year with the Padres. Was it Dickerson or am I just first baseman? Wasn't Dickerson with the Rays too? Or am I just thinking of Corey? I think you're making it up. Let me figure out my camera. Okay, here. no. Giants and Braves afterwards. But like a 110 way to run Korea plus mm. one year. 111, like 112, 149. Yeah. And he got traded for nothing. He got traded for Chris McGinnis and I think uh, Miles Nicholas. Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the Nicholas deal. Yep. All right. Let's get back on track, Tyler. Yeah. Okay. I had to we get won't that one have, out of the we, You know what? I promise everyone at home one day, not when we have an actual regular schedule, we're going to have an off show. It's just like, yeah. remember that guy? And we all can participate. You're all welcome. Join us. But let's get back on track on this show. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm taking us off the rails tonight. You're good. But I mean, honestly, there's not much to talk about here. That also, no, it's, but it's one of those cool things in regard to and Stephen Bro. Bucko Mike makes a, a point here, and I think this is actually a, like a good comp. Brought is the Pirates' version of Dallas Braden. It's a pretty good comp. I mean, I think Dallas Braden is certainly more memorable as the pitcher. I mean, he did pitch yeah. a perfect game. There is that, but like as far as career, like it wasn't like he had like it wasn't like he was Oakland A's legend in that oh, sense, man. right? It's not like CC's Bathy coming back to the booth for like the Yankees, right? But like the personality, I mean, it's different, but both got personality. I don't know, man. What's more impressive, that perfect game from Dallas Braden or 69 straight fastballs? You know what? And that home run. Yeah. That monster home run. I mean, dude's just uber talented, also, by the way. Like, can Dallas Braden sing the national anthem throughout yeah. the first pitch, hit a home run? Can you do all of that? I don't I don't think so. I bet Andrew. Stephen Brawl can I bet he's also like a power technician. I bet he can set up fireworks. And throw 69 straight fastballs. And 69 straight fastballs. Right. That's just <laughs> perfect. Nice. It is. That represents the type of pitcher he is and the type of person he is. He did and I know it. I think from what he actually responded on Reddit at one point, someone asked him about that. And he was like, honestly, it was just like, it just happened. Yeah. But it, it couldn't have happened to a more perfect person because yeah. I did not believe in Stephen Brawl whatsoever. After and also, really, I saw him pitch in the major leagues. I just, this guy's not good. And he carved out like at least like a year and a half of being a competent major league pitcher. 
Mm-hmm. The the whole piggybacking was great. Like him and Chad Cool yeah. was like a great piggyback combo. Also a great meme. But uh also for a podcaster. Yeah. Like he, he had I'm I'm not gonna go down like the Tony Sanchez route, but like that personality, he wasn't on Twitter as much in that sense, but like that personality, like again, like Tony Sanchez vibe. He, I mean, he had a a podcast, him and Travis Williams. That was like it was funny. Travis and like talk about oh, Lord, you're all over the Trevor place Williams. Right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Trevor Williams. All the T Williams in Pittsburgh now. Uh Trevor Williams and Stephen Broad had that podcast. Call him Tim funny. Williams next. Just just I know. It's, it's all the and, and which Tim Williams? There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but uh anyways i just to bring that up i thought that's pretty cool so no it, sports and it really Pittsburgh like, seems to be coming together and i'm interested I mean, how that's going to be this year it is one of those things that's cool to watch like the transition period just as a younger pirates fan seeing the guys that my dad watched kind of fade off because they're getting older and watching mm-hmm. the guys that I grew up on, it's like, holy shit, I'm getting old. I didn't say, but you know what that means, Tyler. <laughs> I'm getting old, man. Speaks about you now. <laughs> All things considered here, we can criticize the Pirates about a lot of things. I think they've done pretty well about picking their their color commentators. I think, uh, yeah. we, can pick, we can nitpick at some of the things, the uh, guys they've chosen. But I think Neil does really, really well. I think Brault will be good. Fort does really well on the analyst side of it. Mm-hmm. Matt Caps is good. There's one name I'm leaving out there that I find boring as hell, so I'm not going to bring him up. <laughs> sure. But uh, for the most part, and whenever they realize they're not very good, they move on. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I'm interested to find out like where Brault's going to fit in there, how they're going to utilize him. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of cool. It's like it's the cool. like the kids, you know, because again, like Bob and Greg are there, and it's like and now the kids, yeah, are the there are with coming. them too. Yeah, so like like that's kind of like a cool dynamic, also. Yeah, like, you know, it's like the old yeah, that's a good the point. staples there. Like their children are now here because like Greg and Bob called them. You know, they they mm-hmm. they were on the field while they're up there, and now they're in the booth with them. Like that's that's also like a really cool dynamic. I feel. Yeah, it, it does. It really does bring a little bit more energy to it. Mm-hmm. The same, like the Pirates are the same people for a long time. That's a good point. It was a there's long been, time of the same people. There's been stability in the booth, at least. Maybe not the players on the field, yeah. but in the booth there has been. And we're starting to see it switch over. Yep. Which it, it is a breath of fresh air. Yep. Yeah, it's a good point. But hey, we're we're approaching the sixty minute mark. Twenty five minutes. We made plus it. another five minutes of remember that guy. Yeah. So thirty minutes of nothing, and then thirty minutes of nothing. So there's your show today, everybody. I don't know how anyone's watching this thing. No, no, clearly. again, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, they're dropping off because they forgot how terrible the show was. Like it's just you know it's that habit of clicking on. Like oh wait wait wait. This These people fall asleep that are still watching. Yeah. Right. That actually that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> They're still be watching tomorrow morning. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna I be on like ad revenue because I kept watching. <laughs> They're gonna be on like a June 7th post-game show. <laughs> watching on right. YouTube. Trust me, yeah. I've done it. 
So anyways, let's get out of here. Um, there's not much happening this week. So I mean, tomorrow, Neil and Doug go to the movies. That'll be on again. Um, there's no, again, Jim doesn't work. So there's no gaming stream tomorrow night after that. Uh, we don't have a bucket around or a clubhouse this Friday either. So this is tomorrow night. That's it. We'll be back again, I guess, basically with a Starbucks. Maybe. Pirates could sign someone. There could be an emergency podcast. Could be we, an emergency podcast coming up. We wanted to have the Willie Peralta emergency podcast. We just couldn't fit it in today. Yep. But maybe for the Joey Bart trade, we will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we could squeeze that one in. Sure. Yeah. So unless there's an emergency podcast or something else comes up, we'll see you again tomorrow night for Neil and Doug go to the movies. And then Monday when Jim returns with Starbucks. So until then, guys, bye-bye. Peace out, Earth Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks. Oh, oh, oh.